Anti-vaxxers everywhere, sport resumes, and America descends even further into chaos. The month of May. And what a month it was. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Advocates Daily News Bulletin. My name is Wendell Hussey and joining me to recap another moment in our lives as captured by the Batuta Advocate is the editor-at-large, Errol Parker. Yes, hello. Great to be here as we roll closer and closer to 2K21. May, God, what a month that was. I cooked my uh, perfect paella and finally refined my bootleg moonshine, so I uh, I do look back on that month fondly, Wendell. But enough about me. It is sensational moonshine, Errol. I can vouch for that. But there was a fair bit going on around there, and we'll start off with our biggest story of that month. And the second biggest of the year, actually. The headline was, FBI arrest Bill Gates for biological terrorism after a tip-off from Melbourne 5G protesters. Ah, uh, yes, this one did fly to all corners of the planet. Got us into a bit of trouble, too, with Facebook. It did. I think it got picked up in a lot of those community Facebook groups where people like to argue and fight, and they tend to swarm to anything that gets written about 5G or vaccines. So I think yeah. that's where it got us into trouble. Yeah, well, Batuta's Facebook groups certainly do. I know that for sure, but this story was written about the time protesters were going berserk down in Melbourne and protesting against the lockdowns that saved all of their lives. Of course, they were blaming Bill Gates and George Soros and the like for this coordinated campaign to shut down the planet and kill swathes of people. And one of those protests in Melbourne actually did lead to the FBI arresting Bill Gates, believe it or not. Yes, it was a huge tip-off down there about 5G, and the FBI actually acted on it. We were lucky enough to get the exclusive scoop on that one. But in the end, he was released without charge after George Soros made a few phone calls and sorted things out. And around that time, while they were dealing with all of that down there in Melbourne, the Eastern Seaboard was preparing for the return of the greatest game of all, Rugby League. But they did have to go through a few hoops to get it up and running, and we broke a big story. It was heavily Botox NRL wag tells heavily tattooed husband to not let those needles near him. It was all a big debate in the sporting world with the anti-wagsters, as they were known, coming out and demanding that their rugby league player boyfriends who are well known for putting a fair bit of shit into their bodies not to take this needle required to get the season up and running again. The heavily Botoxed anti-vaxxer influencer we spoke to told her heavily tattooed husband that earns a quarter of a million dollars a year as his role as a product of medical and sporting science that he shouldn't be letting those needles anywhere near him. Makes sense, and he did hold out until it threatened his contract and his payday, so he went and eventually got the jab and the game got up and running. In some news from here in town, and we had a pretty large story that came from a similar sector of society which read as this local trade is heartbroken as 2014 stereosonic pingarat reinvents herself as earthy instamum yeah, a bit of a sad story for our local tradesmen here in town with local influencer Kylie transitioning from a dehydrated music festival chick in limited edition clothing into a bohemian lifestyle influencer she traded techno for henna tattoos Kylie went from photos up front at Avicii and Tiesto to more pastel colours as she began her new journey as a free-spirited earth angel mother of two kids, Sage and Echo. Yeah, sad for those tradies, but as my mum always says, all good things must come to an end. And speaking of mum, there was a comment on that story from a man called Tom Mum who said, woman who once took glorified drain cleaner on a regular basis 
now doesn't trust vaccines. Ah, Tom Mumsbury, opinionated for the brother of a wallaby. You know, I guess they all like to live in their shadow, don't they? They tends to happen, I think, Errol. Now, we will finish on one of the grimmest stories that saw us end the month of May, and that was, report, America's fucked. Yes, the killing of unarmed civilians that sparked the wave of BLM protests, the rampant spread of COVID, Trump shooting from the hip and Biden and co. Offering little in support led to this report that the United States was in big, big trouble. And unlike those who live in terrace houses would have hoped, the recent election result hasn't really unfucked the home of the brave and the land of the free, has it, Errol? Not yet, mate, not yet, but you know, it is looking optimistic at the moment, mate. We'll just have to see where this road goes. And we will get to that road in the next couple of bulletins, but for now, that is it. Thank you for tuning in. Always a pleasure to have your company, and we'll talk to you soon. Keep enjoying the festive season. And spoiler for the next few podcasts moving forward, America doesn't sort their shit out, so... Mm -hmm.